I used to live in London when I was in third grade. We lived in a rather small, sleepy town called Seven Kings, and there was nothing much to do around the area. So my dad would take me to town every weekend, and that was pretty much all the social life I had in London. Sure, I mean I had friends in school and all, but God forbid I met another kid after school hours. The Brits already took everything from us. My parents were worried they'd take my culture away also. Anyway, there was this guy that sold huge dosas on the street on my way back from school, all jagme tandiram style. I mean, like the massive, they were banana leaf sized, and my dad would make sure to get me at least one a day before we went back home to eat the same damn thing for dinner. He always charged us this two pounds per dosa, and we always thought that he was just selling it to us for cheap because we were regulars. But then one day, this white British guy came up to order, and they both started chatting like they were mama machans. Like it was clear that the British guy came here all the time. He was all like, "Hey, bestie, I'll have my usual in it." And the seller was like, "Of course, mera share that will be twelve pounds plus tax plus GST plus cleaning charges plus hostel bill. But for you, my friend, I'll take fifteen, and we'll call it even." And that's when I realized this foreign dosa master was no ordinary man. He wasn't a hustler, nor was he a racist. No, this man was Robin Hood. Bro was trying to recover our forty-five trillion and give it back to us. The two pounds that he charged for our dosas were just for tax and legitimacy purposes. Yeah, love that man. But not all street vendors are as immaculate as this guy. We knew a guy named Dhyalan that was as sharp as a circle. We came back to Chennai by then, and this guy was a local vegetable seller that was a neighbor of ours. And like, I cannot stress to you how dumb this guy was. You could stare right into his eyes, the windows to his soul, and all you could hear is elevator music. His lack of intelligence was contagious too. He had like a group of walking buddies, and he'd stop by my house each morning to say hi to my dad before getting his daily dose of cardio. On one such morning, while leaving after mock up fortifying with my dad, he put his slippers on wrong. The right one was on his left foot, and the left was on his right foot. And when my dad pointed it out, he behaved like some Roman emperor, and that the dignity of the aristocracy was at stake. He was like, "Sir, ugly one no three, sir. You don't know this also. Ah, uh, if you put your slippers on the opposite foot, the discomfort of it brings better circulation for your foot." And my dad was like, "Ah, sorry, sorry, point wrong, sir." An hour later, we see him and his group of walking buddies, and sure enough, they're all walking with their feet in the wrong slippers. See, I don't know enough about circulation to comment on the efficiency of his methods, on whether it was complete bullshit or not. But I do know enough about common sense. So when my dad tried to do the same thing and go out for a walk, my mother and I spared no time and teased the crap out of him. But that's what I'm saying about this guy. He was too dangerous to have around, and this man's stupidity was contagious as hell. Diogenes of Sinope, Marie, this guy was dialed in a soaring allure. Coming back to him being a street vendor, here's an interesting anecdote. Y'all remember when onion prices were sky high? Like when it got so bad that onions were the only thing on the mind of everyone in southern India. So bad that you'd be going to see a prospective bride like Punu Pakapoving, and this girl is the daughter of some rich sadhgi, and he's like, "Yes, my boy, we'll give you a hummer car for dowry." And you're like, "No, no, uncle, sorry, another uncle offered me an onion. I think I'll go with their family." Like you see in the hoods and the slums, robbers would be breaking into other people's houses, entirely ignoring the money stacked in their bureaus, and instead they'll be reaching behind the money for the hidden onion stash. Anyway, during this time when onions cost their weight in gold, Dayal and the vegetable vendor found a spot of gold at the end of the rainbow. He was offered a price too good to be true from a shady source for a truckload of onions. Like imagine having a plug for onions, like an onion dealer. I mean, not like onion dealers at this. You get it. Anyway, he bought it thinking that he'd be able to sell it for a 400% profit margin. 
and unfortunately turns out that day was the last day onion prices were that high literally the next day prices plummeted and it turns out dayanan bought the most expensive truckload of onions within that 24 hour period but he didn't lose his cool bro waited he waited patiently he waited and waited for the prices to go back up again but they continued to plummet over the course of the week and the onions were edging dangerously close to the point of rotting but then god was like okay enough of my trivialidal and he shone some light on the man and the prices of onions rose ever so slightly dayanan was quick to it he sold off every last onion at a marginally increased price which was still buckets of money and losses compared to what he bought them for but like he seemed pleased with himself so i guess there's no real loser in this story it's like how we handle the stock market actually like i nicely download the robin hood app thinking yes i will become rich within the next few weeks and then it's over for you bitches and then i drop all my savings into some vague penny stock that no one's heard of It's almost like the gods hate me because as soon as I buy into the stock the price would plummet. I'd be like hold 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 while it continues to plummet but as soon as the value increases ever so slightly I'm like now and I'll sell it all off and I'll be happy thinking I beat the system. Ignorance is truly bliss. Anyway, I am already scared thinking about how many takes I'd have to do to record the length of this podcast so I'm doing my mental health a favor and ending this episode right here. You're listening to Charan Chomadi and Chaos and if this was even remotely entertaining I will see you next time. This podcast does not promote the concept of dowry instead it intends to villainize it through comedy. No robins were heard during the making of this podcast. Yes Britain we still want the Kohinoor back. Thanks for our retro systems though.